Welcome to the Woodland Heights Baptist Church Sunday Talks podcast. Sunday Talks is a weekly roundtable discussion about theological and cultural topics. For more information and show notes, visit whbcconway.org forward slash Sunday Talks. Here's your host, Pastor Larry White. Welcome to Sunday Talks. Uh, this season, this fall, we're calling Cornucopia like we did last fall. We talked to uh, several different people and had several different topics. Cornucopia, the word I had to look it up in the dictionary, Caleb. It means to uh, like a horn of plenty with abundance and overflow of things. And so I just felt like uh, last fall and this fall as well, there are a lot of things I want to talk about that ne- didn't necessarily fit a particular theme. So that's that's what we're doing this fall. And my guest today is Caleb Vineyard. Uh, Caleb Onestool is behind the camera, so we have to keep a Caleb in, involved here. But if you don't know Caleb Vineyard, we're going to get to meet him today. He has been uh, behind the camera on almost all the Sunday Talks episodes we've done. This is we've been filming these, and I wanted him to come today for several reasons. And so I'm going to just start off by letting him introduce himself and also talk about how you how you came to Conway because this is not your hometown. Uh, so right. tell us about Caleb Vineyard. Well. Um... First of all, I just want to thank you for having me on today. Um, yeah. It's um, being behind the camera is definitely different than being in front of the camera. Yeah. So, um, um, so I came from Nashville, Arkansas. Um, it's a small town in the southwest corner. Uh, it's about an hour north of Texarkana and yeah. about forty-five minutes away from the Oklahoma border. Um, yeah, so a yeah. town of about 6,000 people. Scrappers. The Scrappers, yeah, yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. And so um, I came from Nashville. I actually went to Southern Arkansas University in Magnolia freshman mm-hmm. year. Um, and then uh, went there for freshman year. Um, didn't really like the town. The school was mm-hmm. great. Just didn't mm-hmm. like the town. It was yeah. too much like Nashville. Yeah. And so yeah. um, I decided to transfer up to Conway. Okay. Um, I had one of my good friends up here. He convinced me to transfer, and so here I am. Well, that was a good thing. I'm glad he did. Uh, so, um, and then how did you how did you end up coming to Woodland Heights uh, after you came came to Conway? Well, um, originally I was at uh, Sunny Gap yeah. with actually Caleb Bunstel, uh, the mm-hmm. man behind the camera today. Yeah, but. Um, BCM was being held here mm-hmm. at Woodland Heights um, for what was it, a semester or two? Yeah, yeah. Um, like two semesters maybe. Yeah. Two semesters. Um, and so I came up here. I helped with BCM throughout my college years. Mm-hmm. Um, and I heard that they were meeting somewhere new. And so I decided to pop in, make sure everything was going okay. Yeah. And then I met Eric Randall. Yeah. And so um, I met him one day and I... That day, I asked him, I was like, hey, if you ever need any help with anything, just let me know. And the next day, he shot me a text, and he was like, hey, do you want an internship with me? And yeah. I was like, sure, why yeah. not? Let's yeah. do it. Yeah. Well, that was cool. Yeah, and, and, and so you've been here for a while, and when you include that time as well. Yeah, yeah. I've been, I guess, uh, so I've been here for a year on staff, and then I was a year before that. Before that. So yeah, working with working with uh, Eric, yeah, and so and about a year ago, somebody else started coming to church with you, or at least here, and uh, y'all been married a little bit of while. So tell us about Samantha and what she's what she's been doing. Yeah, um, so Samantha's my wife. 
Um, she started coming, um, right after we got married. Um, and we got married January 1st this year. So it's been about, I guess, eight months now. Um, but she just finished up, um, working with a ministry called the traveling team, Mm -hmm. um, which is in a ministry that they go around, um, the country speaking on college campuses and to college ministries, um, and trying to get, uh, college students to go on mission. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, um, and what she does is she scheduled, uh, the teams that went around the country and made sure they had housing and food yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. It's a great ministry. I've, I've, Ryan Scantling put me onto that a few years ago and got glad that she was a part of that. Um, and so here's really the most important thing. And, and, and I always love to hear this, especially to a Christ follower to tell how you came to Christ because everybody's got a story and everybody's story is different. Uh, even if we all, if we came at the same place and at the same age, but your story is, is a little bit different than mine. And so that's one reason I enjoy that. So tell us how you, about how you came to Christ. Goodness. Um, it's definitely an interesting story. I don't mm-hmm. know if you've heard all of it yeah. yet or not, but, um, so I grew up in Nashville. Um, my parents, um, converted to what you would call messianic Judaism mm-hmm. when I was probably around six years old. Um, and what that is for people who don't know is I like to explain it as like they're Christians, but they follow a lot of like the Jewish beliefs yeah, yeah. and holidays and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, and so I grew up kind of like that, but um, my parents never really forced me to um, attend their sermons and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. And so, um, when high school hit, I kind of drew away from that and, um, didn't really have that implemented in my life. Mm -hmm. And so I, I started hanging out with my friends on Saturdays and Sundays Mm -hmm. and, um, especially towards junior and senior year, I started hanging out with them, started drinking Mm -hmm. and all of that. Um, and so when college hit, when I went to SAU freshman year, um, I joined a fraternity. I started drinking, started partying all the time. And um, after freshman year ended, um, I was kind of in a lonely place. Um, and it was a very dark hole for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's part of the reason why I came to Conway as well. Because mm-hmm. um, when that hit, I, I knew something needed to change. I just didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. And so um, I transferred up to Conway. Um, and then one of my friends, or it was a mutual friend, a friend of a friend that uh, invited me to start going to church. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went one day, and turns out the first day I walked in, Samantha was actually there at hey, that church. It was meant to be. <laughs> it was, it was. <laughs> Um, so, uh, I started, I got plugged in, started going to a church, um, and then realized, um, that's what I was missing from my life was Christ. Mm -hmm. And, um, I remember I was sitting, I was actually at second Baptist Mm -hmm. in their college ministry. Um, I was sitting there, listen, um, to another Eric, uh, Mm -hmm. speak and he just shared the gospel. Yeah. Yeah, Eric Conley. Yeah. Um, he shared the gospel, um, and I realized I was not living my life the way mm. Christ wanted me to. Mm. Um, and then right there, I knew that's that's what needed to change. Um, so I accepted Christ in my life, and uh, it's been a new story ever since then. I mean, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, you know, it's, it is. I did know about your your family's uh, the Messianic Judaism and and. Uh, um, 
that's uh, I've had some relatives that have explored some of that as well, and and uh, there's a lot of a lot of good that comes out of that yeah. just as far as the the even some of the dietary things. Uh, but, but you know, all 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 of our faith should point us to Christ, and and, yes, and thankfully you you uh, came to find Him, and He found you, and um, so through that, I mean, since that time, uh, that's been a few years ago that that took place. You've also sensed this calling in your life to do what you're doing now and to even pursue that that further. Um, how have you found clarity over time? I know I know when you were working with with Eric Randall doing doing kind of an internship here. I remember standing one day in the in the South lobby, and I think maybe we were doing Sunday talks or we were, we were. doing something. And I said, "Well, you know, Caleb, tell me about yourself. What do you want to do?" And you said, "I want to do this." And uh, um, and I just put that in the back of my mind, thinking, well, hey, uh, Eric Randall may not always be here, and uh, he's right. a young man, and, and he did uh, accept a call to another ministry, and so it was natural for you to come into that role. But but uh, this is something you do well, and you've done a great job, and continue to do a great job with it. Hope you do it for for as long as the Lord would have you to do that. But I also know God's got some other things going for you as far as that sense of calling. How have you sensed God calling you, and then? What's that process been like to, I guess, to get clarification about what is it God wants me to do? Well, um, you know, I've always loved technology. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always loved making videos ever since high school. It's been a passion of mine, really. And, um, you know, when I first met Eric and learned exactly what he did, I didn't realize that this is now like it didn't yeah. used to be, Church but it is now yeah. like a full-time job. And, um, I just learned that I can connect my two passions of, mm-hmm. um, making videos and then also serving the Lord in doing that. And yeah. so it just happened to fall in my lap. Um, I never honestly thought about, um, ministry or, mm-hmm. um, pastor job or anything yeah, like that yeah. i had never really thought about that until um it just came up honestly mm-hmm, yeah. and so um you you called me and yeah. offered me the job and i was like yes sir yeah, i'd love to yeah, do that yeah and um just gaining clarity through that i think um just trusting in the lord and his next step for my life mm-hmm. um has really brought me a long way um and that's how I've ended up here. Um, that's how um, I'll probably explain later is how we're applying to the IMB now. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've just trusted in him for the next step, and he's mm-hmm. always proven to me yeah. that he's faithful. Yeah. So. You know, I, I I think about this, and it's, it's, I try not to always compare things back in your own life, how you did it. But when I was in college, when I went uh, to Washington my freshman year, they had a theme of being on mission for God. And that it was that, you know, basically the idea was um, don't, you know, especially as a freshman, don't get nailed down to any one thing. Just be on mission and whatever God wants you to do. And I've tried to keep that as my life theme, which I've kind of I've seen that in you that that you've been willing to do whatever's needed to be do, done here. I mean, when, when there's a, uh, an opportunity to serve, you've always served. And I think that's what mm-hmm. God wants from all of us. Exactly. Sometimes you have skills like you do with, with technology that I certainly don't have. Uh, mm-hmm. I made videos when I was a kid, but you had this big <laughs> camera on your on your shoulder. And, and uh, But uh, uh, but you've used those skills. But you, you just mentioned about the IMB, which is the International Mission Board, for those that may not know that. And so... Um, Talk a little bit about that process, about sensing that desire to 
pursue that and then what that's meant for you and and let's just go first into kind of the process of what that's like to to uh be selected and then and then just the process of of applying and all those things yeah um so like you said we're applying to the international mission board and so it's basically like a nine-month process of um first you you express interest to them and then they'll reach back and call you a couple times just uh just interviews just to for them to get to know you yeah um and then it goes into you need to find a church mentor someone that'll from your church Mm -hmm. um that your senior pastor uh, recognizes Mm -hmm. and that will walk you help walk you through the process that'll just be there to answer any questions or um, if you're going through something difficult, just for them to be there with you through that. Um, and then you have, a, honestly, a lot of forms to fill out. <laughs> um, be just, thankful you don't have kids right now because you'd have to do it for all your kids. Too, exactly. So, yeah. Yes. Um, and so it's just a lot of stuff about you. They're very in-depth. They want mm-hmm. to know everything about you. Um, and for good reason. They want to send you well. And mm-hmm. not only that, but they want you to be the best version of you that you can be and that's what i've really um, loved about this process so far um and then the last stage is um emotional and physical wellness Mm -hmm. Um, they just want to make sure you're healthy and emotionally healthy um they have you go to the dentist and get a physical and see a counselor and so Mm -hmm. it's been an interesting process so far for sure It, it and and i've been through it 30 years ago so but it is an intense process and i'm sure it's it's probably even more so now there's more things that they're probably looking for even today but um but i appreciate that as a southern baptist is that you're vetted so that you can go to the field when that that appointment time comes and you're not having to rush back home and take care of health matters or you know even get maybe get counseling and if you did there would be there's 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 also just so much that happens on the field that there is a, a network of support there, but 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 uh, uh, they want you to be able to go and focus on your work if at yes, all sir. possible. Um, and so uh, there's a lot of people that don't make it through the process. Good people, you know. I mean, I'm I'm probably an example <laughs> one of those that, that through through the Lord's doing or IMB one that was like this is not this wasn't for us at that time in our life. Exactly. And I appreciate that because I want you know we do want like you said you want the best version of you there. And, and doing what you're, you're called to do. So, and again, you share as much as you want to on this, but kind of where are y'all in that in those stages? And, um, and then we'll get into kind of what maybe you may be eventually be doing. Yeah, um, so we're kind of in the final process, the medical and emotional, yeah. uh, or the physical and emotional wellness stage. Um, and so we're just kind of going through that, um, doctor visits and making sure that they're, we're healthy and such right now. Yeah. Um, but, um, we're hopefully ending nearing the end of that Mm -hmm. process. Um, so hopefully we will find out soon whether we'll be accepted or not. And then once you are accepted, that's kind of when, um, they invite you out to Virginia for a final interview Mm -hmm. and then, um, you can see what all jobs are available and where they're at and whatnot. So. Are there are there any particular places that maybe you and Samantha you're more interested in than others? And then are there also things that you would for, you'd see maybe you doing on the field, uh, particularly maybe a focus? Um, so I'll start with the um, focus. Mm-hmm. We're applying for a support staff, um, mm-hmm. so it's a newer role. 
um, but it's basically doing almost anything that um, will help the missionary okay um, so they can focus on their mission work and we yeah. can help with all the other stuff like whether it's technology related finance mm -hmm. if it's teaching their kids whatever okay. that might yeah. be um, we'll probably take care of that um, but there are, I mean, there are a few, uh, places that we'd like to go. Um, London would be a choice. Mm -hmm. Um, we have friends in Dubai that mm -hmm. know the IMB missionary there, mm -hmm. um, that we'd love to go there. Um, and we just had some friends go to Tokyo as well. So, mm -hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's abundance of places yeah, that we yeah. could go, but I would say those are probably the top yeah. spots right yeah. now. Cool. And, and so, but you, and you would want to stay maybe with that support type ministry Yes, sir. Helping the missionaries. I think that's really cool. I know that that uh, we've taken a team uh, from this church over to go help with uh, missionaries when they were on retreat and to help mm -hmm. take care of their children. And there's there's just so many logistical things that they have to deal with every day. Exactly. That um, you know, uh, to do ministry, and then and then in some places it's more difficult because uh, the, there's just not the. Uh, um, there's certainly not the support of the church, local churches there is here. Yeah, and uh, um, that's that's very interesting. And I would, you know, I would hope that that uh, um, we can keep. We'll certainly make this. One reason I wanted you to come was that we could make this a point of prayer, focus yeah. for you, and also um, to kind of know what's going on. And so, one day when we hear, hey, Caleb and Samantha are moving to who knows where, Dubai or Tokyo or London, that we'll know kind of what's been going on. And I want the people to know that even though I did know that, um, that they might be might be prepared for that because I, I do think it's something that we need to celebrate. It's, right. it's part of that whole idea of, hey, let's let's raise up young people, even though we didn't raise you, but, but uh, <laughs> got you in college and, and uh, uh, able to help you go out and fulfill God's calling. And it just it's just cool to me to think about, hey, these places on the map, we're going to have students. We're going to have young adults that have been a part of our church. And, uh, um, you know, I look forward to hearing what happens with all that. And the great thing about yeah. working with the International Mission Board and the cooperative program, you're not going to have to support race. You're not going to have exactly. to, you're not going to have to worry about coming back home and talking to churches about, hey, can you send us some money or this? Mm -hmm. And, and uh, you certainly will have times that you would return home, but that your focus can be 100% over there. And focus in that work and that's that's just a great benefit that corporate program gives us and, yes, and i'm i know you'll be grateful for and you already are yes sir uh, through that so yes yeah. uh, i'm i'm very thankful and that's what um we love about woodland being a part of the co cooperative program and mm. um like you like you said you can be solely focused on your work over there you don't have to worry about um, support raising and coming back like you said yeah. and yeah. trying to raise money just to work over there so yeah. Well, very good. Anything else you want to add before we wrap up today? Um, I do want to say yeah. the um, the support staff, it is three to four years. Mm -hmm. um, and once you finish those three to four years, you get to choose whether you can stay long term mm -hmm. or you can okay. come back or you can do another three to four years. Like it's uh, totally up to you. Okay. And that's a beautiful process. I that think is a great, yeah, that's a great opportunity. Um, yeah. Uh, well, I, that's I did not know that. That's good to know, and and uh, then you can get kind of get a feel for it and decide what God's got for you. Well, it, it's great what's happening. I've seen in my lifetime rapid changes with the International Mission Board and North American Mission Board, 
and sometimes those are hard, you know, mm-hmm. through, through making the changes. But the end result, I think, where we are today is a great place with both entities, and a lot of good things have, are happening all over the world. Uh, as more and more people are, are sensing that call and being able to go and serve, and I'm I'm glad that you and Samantha are part of that part of that group. Thank you. Uh, and I want to say again, thanks for always participating, watching uh, Sunday talks. We're going to do this throughout the fall into in through uh, near the end of November. Uh, some of the guests are going to be more folks like like uh, Caleb from our church. Uh, there's going to be some from outside the church, some people that you've probably seen before, and some that you probably haven't met. Uh, we're going to talk a little about everything from anxiety to evangelism to uh, women's ministry, and uh, so I'm looking forward to this cornucopia of just an abundance of of a lot of good things. Uh, but you'll get to hear from a lot of different people, and we'll do that each week. And so, again, thanks for being a part of this. Uh, thanks for Caleb and uh, Caleb Vineyard first for, <laughs> for being here, and then for what he does behind the scenes. And Caleb wants to uh, fill in today and making this making this happen. Thanks. Hope to see y'all soon. <laughs>